Welcome to a brand new episode of Tile Lake Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we are episode 238, which is a milestone. Getting sweaty <laughs> over here. It's like... Very, very sweaty. Oh. Uh, speaking of, what, I'll tell you what I'm geeking out on. We're going to go into geeking out real quick, but uh, it just made me think of this. So my water heater is not working. <laughs> and I had the door to the podcast room open while the maintenance man was here and um he was like oh you podcast i was like yep he's like oh i've always wanted to do that he's like how long you been doing i was like oh 2014 is when we started and he was like are you gonna mention this in the podcast i go probably (laughs) this is the plug for the water heater man yeah water heater man but um yeah i just thought that that was uh you know funny that he brought up the podcast but also that's a long, long time. So it is. It is. I mean, we're looking at ten years in you know next year. Um, yeah, it's funny because we last this summer we're planning a trip to the Finger Lakes. We started this podcast on a trip to the Finger Lakes um, when you and my wife planned that trip, and now we're all going. You know, with your mm-hmm. wife as well. So that's gonna be fun. I hope um, if we get that planned. So that's kind of ironic too. Um, yeah. It's we just celebrated DFAT 10 and it's going to be Tally 10 soon. So, yeah, get ready. Get ready. It probably will end up doing an episode on the Flash and Arrow we Arrowverse. Should. Honestly, close it out because it will be done. Yeah, the, it just full birthed circle. us and now we will <laughs> we will put it to rest. We'll destroy it. <laughs> Crisis. That's right. Kill it. Kill the past if you have to. <laughs> Anyway, what are you geeking on? <laughs> um, let's see. I um, I'm getting ready. To, what is it? Last of Us wraps up this weekend, right? Um, so uh, I, yeah, yeah, I just caught up on that. Uh, I think I'm actually on episode eight, so I got to watch eight and nine this weekend. Yeah, I'm really wondering where they're gonna leave us. Um, I'm almost done with Mass Effect two. I think I said that last time, but I took a break from mm-hmm. video games this past week. Um, my TV broke. So now I'm gonna go get the, uh, <laughs> the next gen one uh, that's ready for the the what they're saying is the the next gen video games are here um, finally after you know a year or so of the consoles being out and they're really moving into that so it's time for that that graphic upgrade yeah uh, I did read some comics you I got I said go read Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow you did I started reading it this week um, as well. Uh, just in anticipation of that movie, which I think it's a great idea for a movie. Awesome. Like it's so, it's such a good comic, really cool way to do it. Um, and, and what I told Chris yesterday was that it literally is true grit, which I don't know if that means (laughs) it's original or not, but like once I figured that out, but it's, you know, everything is everything, you know? So all at once, (laughs) beat me to it. Beat me to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, check out that comic. Uh, so we did have a couple of, uh, unfortunate, uh, deaths in the pop culture world this year. Um, last couple weeks, Bernie Mattinson, he was a long time, uh, Disney person worked on just so much stuff, including Mickey's Christmas Carol, Great Mouse Detective, Black Cauldron, Rescuers, like stuff you and I grew up with, um, 
so you know he was an animator director producer like he did it all and uh that's a that's a big loss yeah i mean think about some of those old school disney movies it's been i mean we're looking at disney 100 now this year which isn't a great a crazy you know benchmark in in pop culture yeah and then uh tom sizemore uh tom sizemore's all over the place in his acting career but he's always one of those like brought a lot of electricity to yeah. <laughs> to the role so uh he unfortunately passed away as well this week he was in like gta even right and stuff like that yeah yeah so he yeah. kind of crossed the the media platforms um still being the same guy controversial actor nonetheless but still he had his impact on hollywood yeah Hundred percent. Um, all right, so let's go over to Marvel news. First things first, uh, Hugh Jackman says he's gonna have a dual role in Deadpool three. To me, that just means he'll be Wolverine and Hugh Jackman. He had a dual role in Logan. Yeah. I guess. So, Wasn't that CGI? I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean we're talking multiverse here. Who knows what the hell yeah. we're gonna do? And and also- Deadpool three. <laughs> Could so. yeah, it could do all sorts of stuff like that, but I, I literally just took that as he's playing himself and he's playing Wolverine. Um we did get a we did get a Ooh. cap four synopsis. Now sure did. Just, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say it um if I can find it and I can't find it. Well, I mean we could just save the basic of it that <clears throat> they've they they discovered this dead celestial yeah and there's a race to it because on the celestial they found this new um material metal yeah. metal called adamantium uh so we've been talking about this a little bit where this would all begin we've we've had the the threads already thrown in there with some of the characters but i remember them saying that they would tie the Celestials and Eternals into mutants um, yeah. in the MCU. And that's actually kind of exciting, honestly. And this race for adamantium sounds like a freaking cool idea. It's a it's a cool idea. Um, what's your what's your problem with it? Well, it just begs <laughs> the, the question of, OK, it's it's in this timeline, right? Like, mm-hmm. but if we see Wolverine, he has adamantium. So like. I, I don't know that that's I mean, my I was like, OK, so like you found it. But like there's already like once Wolverine comes and Omega Red and all these others, you know, Lady Deathstrike, like adamantium is not a it's a thing. <laughs> I hear you. But we're also t- talking about a multiverse thing because all I know you. I mean, it's great, but we don't even really know how much that movie is going to dip into the MCU versus usher things in versus do its own thing. So, I mean, the birth of mutants in the MCU and has already happened. But now how does why do we have such a weird different times timeline than right. 616 and whatnot? It's fine. It's the MCU. But how does this look? Will that, we have that's Wolverine? The, that's you know? Will there yeah, be? It's a, it's, a, it's a cool idea. I just mm. don't know. I don't know yet. Yeah. I also don't know about this, which I actually think is not real, but. Uh, Stephen Yoon might be Sentry as a rumor. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I I can see them using Sentry 
we've talked about this before where it's like I don't see them using odd characters like Squadron Supreme and things like that. But Sentry, right. I can see they want a Superman-esque character. Yeah. A bad Superman-esque character, a gray, you know, kind of in the middle. Like, I've always liked the Sentry as a character because of his um, mental instability. Uh, he can go either way with being a good guy or a bad guy. Um, Steven Yeun is him. I I would say, sure. I, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not one of those, you know, people who are going to be like, oh, it should be a a blonde white dude playing this character. I don't care <laughs> yeah. because Steven Yeun right. would bring it nonetheless. Um, but I, what do we, what do we have here? Do we have the suicide squad? Basically, you know, <laughs> the Thunderbolts going up against this, this, they have to come together. They bring these villains together to do only what villains can do to yeah, take down yeah. this character. I don't know. This um, new Superman. Yeah, Sure. I mean, that's that would be a fun story. Steven Yeun is that. I don't know. I was saying oh, Suicide another. Squad kills the Justice League. You said? Oh, sure. <laughs> kills the Avengers. Right. Because that's what it's sounding like. Mm -hmm. um, a, little bit, a little bit. The last piece of, well, one of the pieces of Marvel news, because we'll talk about comics, but the Burnthal back is, yeah, best news. Burnthal back is Punisher and Daredevil Born Again. Um, this was laced with the news that Foggy and Karen are not coming back, which I think is weird. Like, okay, so first, Burnthal back. What do we think? I, with all the controversy with the Punisher, the symbol, all that stuff, and what they've just done in the Jason Aaron run and Daredevil with him being the hands, like one of their gods, basically, I can see them transforming the character for the MCU. I don't see them going straight Burnthal. Um no I think they'll do like exactly is what's happening right now. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the safest route for Disney and to be able to give us Frank Castle is huge to begin with. Uh I didn't think it would happen. I really didn't. I didn't thought they would shy away from it with as much as going on in, you know, with violence in this country and more and and politics. I am actually really happy because I love John Burnthal's Punisher, but I would love to see them do the hand thing. Um so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, and then to touch on the Foggy Karen thing, yeah. I mean, they're going to replace Electra anyways. Like this is they've written off that world and they're going to bring it in as a different version of it, which is fine. I love the characters, but it doesn't mean we're going to get all the same characters. I mean, they're going to get rid of what are a Lodi Young, you know, I'm sure and and whatnot. So. I don't know. I'm just happy. Frank. I love Frank Castle's one of my favorite characters in, the, in all of Comic Done, and I'm glad that he's getting his time of day in the MCU. I agree. I mean, uh, that's what it comes down to. If if it, I'm sorry, Foggy and Karen, because, well, Foggy, because I really love Foggy. Oh, I'd love to, to see To Foggy. me, is, yeah. to, to, I'll say that. Foggy seems like a what the fuck, honestly. He didn't come back for Muddy Ducks, right? Oh, that I don't, I don't know. Because that, I mean, that right there would be like, does he, has he cut ties with Disney? You know, I mean, um, who knows? I mean, I don't know. Could he come back and we just, they're just red herring us, you know? Which so. is what I also think. I, I guess I'm just saying, like, I don't think of Matt Murdock without Foggy because right. I don't think of Batman without Alfred. I don't think of Microchip, you know, Punish. Like, there's certain those guys, <laughs> like, that are there, you know? Like Ed and and you know Peter Parker now and and those like that's that's it Karen 
She's just got too annoying to me, but even though I like that actress. Sure. I mean, Daredevil is a dark character. It needs yeah, he it needs, needs that. that comic relief, and it is such a good balance in the show. So I would love to see it, but 18 episodes? Like, what are they doing with this show? Yeah, so, we'll see. One-offs, you know, every week. I don't know. <clears throat> Stilts, man. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's go jumping over to comic news. Agatha Harkness is taking on the Marvel Universe in Contest of Chaos. This is going to be their summer event. One of them, probably. Um, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, you know what? I mean, we love Midnight Suns, and I think it's it's cool to see these characters um, getting some time in the sun. Uh, uh, like Danny Ketch is coming back uh, as oh. perhaps a bad Ghost Rider. He's going to uh, a limited series that's starting up in May. So a lot of these Marvel Knights characters are coming around, and I'm hoping that means like say the agatha show isn't as lighthearted, and maybe we'll get some cool stuff from that um but they need to keep it kind of fresh in people's minds too because i believe that show got pushed a lot of these shows are getting pushed because of the reaction to disney plus content yep yep i do remember the so there was a contest of chaos back in the day mm-hmm. and that contest of champions so bringing that title back around yeah um, and then we also have uh some Hulk news. The Incredible Hulk is due to come back this time, written by Philip Kennedy Johnson, uh, going out on June 21st. Art by Nick Klein. That's cool. yeah, man, yeah, man. Uh, um, Philip Kennedy hmm. Johnson is killing it across both ponds, yeah, excellent writer. I think I got really excited when i read this yesterday because i've been wanting to kind of read the hulk again but i've you know the last run i missed which was supposed to be so landmark um and this i think this guy is going to do a bang-up job with this series so i'm going to check it out you know what i think is going to be great and just the cover alone hints at it this is going to be like a horror title uh-huh. i mean that's that's phil kenny johnson's yes fantasy and horror so yeah this guy's Firing on all citizens. Cylinders. All right, let's go to DC News. All of them. All of them. them. Clancy Brown is joining Penguin as Salvatore Moroni. Awesome. That's a a huge (laughs) casting. Um, Yeah. Love for somebody who's been doing DC stuff for a long time. Forever. There's voice, you know, and more. And more. Yeah. Yeah, we love Clancy Brown. Uh, Love what he's done in DC. Um, great actor, just cool. Keep it up. I'm really excited for this show. (laughs) Yeah, so that world, keep it going. Yeah, Yeah. uh, not so much this world. (laughs) This world, yeah. Doug Bradley, uh, aka uh, Pinhead, is going to be cast as Joe Chill on Gotham Knights. Okay. (laughs) All I'm gonna say is, um, the show starts this week. I think. Um, I think so. so does Superman Lois. So very excited. Um, I will watch. Oh, so it. does Flash. Yeah. Well, Flash has been and it's on like episode four or five right now. Oh, okay. So All it's right. it's already been going. They did some neat stuff. I was like almost. I almost actually started last night. Um, I wanted to, but I didn't. Um, yeah. I I I don't know what to think of this. I just I see these articles where like, oh, the CW verse, blah blah. This is I don't even know this is CW verse anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know because they've moved away from it. I. I'm giving it, I'm giving it a chance. I'm giving it a chance for I want to see Two Face. 
played by what's his name there. And I don't know. I'll, like I said, why not give it a chance? Maybe it'll be something. You cool. you let me know. I will. I will. There's I already been it's... one Gotham Knights title that has failed miserably. That's right. That's true. So, <laughs> um, but in the Batman world, it seems to have been resurrected. Batman the Cape Crusader has been picked up by Amazon. Um, and, you know, I I texted you and I was like, why is it on Amazon? Why not HBO Max? Why do you spread your 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 biggest character <laughs> to another platform like yes to your point i am excited to see it i just don't get it i said this before i, I really think it has to do with taking on disney i like warner brothers has continually failed continually been bought up by another conglomerate uh mm-hmm. and just continued to not give us something solid and now this whole James Gunn, Peter Saffron thing kind of screwed up what they had planned. It was some neat stuff. Of course, yeah. this is kind of Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams led. I was surprised this went away with to begin with, because it's yeah. like, why would you give up something that's similar to Batman, the animated series, one of the best things ever? And it can actually kind of tie into what Matt Reeves is doing. And it's a darker cartoon X, Y, Z. So. I could see them partnering with Amazon, getting that monies because Amazon has limitless money to spend on yep. things. Because they can be like, yeah, we'll just do Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> so I'm happy to see this because I would love to see more stuff from pushed and, yeah. and backed. And the more we can get, the better for us. That's that's the bottom line. Fine. <laughs> um. Fleischer's Max Fleischer's Superman is getting remastered and getting released. Uh, that's going to be due out in May, May 16th. So um, pretty cool yeah. that they did this. Uh, I remember these when I was a kid. I had about um, VHS. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely watch this again. I, I remember being a big fan. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when Mesco did that five point set and i was like yeah, oh, i want, yeah, I want it know. i want it because yeah. i love i grew up on this um yep. oh, it's so good yep um suicide squad versus justice league has been delayed again um later in, I, I can't remember exactly but later in the year and I, again i don't care i like as long as it's good i don't care how long it gets delayed yeah i, I have uh, let me ask you a question this all came yep. out of yesterday's state of play because I kind of remember the last one we just watched a couple of weeks ago and when I was like, this game blows my mind. And now people are worried right. about it being like pay to win and all this online stuff because they're worried about like the Gotham Knights treatment or the Avengers treatment. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because it's like let Rocksteady at least try before you complain about it and see what it's about. I, I this is all about the online element, not the game itself. It's yeah. about the the fans complaining because it's fine. Go ahead. No, you're right. So some of it looked like Apex Legends and Fortnite, the okay. gameplay. Um, because I played them both, and I was like, eh. and I, and I was even saying it to my wife, I was like, this looks a little bit like Fortnite. You know, like a, a little very bit arena like, like that, like. Or... 
be, like it seems like once you start getting into like those fights and your squad is kind of all over the place you're yeah it feels like you're closing in on one position and you're doing like just the animation style and the movement seem very much like those kinds of games i don't listen i don't care i'm gonna play it because it's even if it is like those games those games don't have harley boomerang <laughs> you know what i mean right. so like I don't really care because I also like that world and I thought it looked really cool. Yeah. To your point. I mean, it's like the idea of the Batman Arkham games is they just got bigger and they got yeah. bigger and it was just the expansiveness of just being in Gotham alone. Um, yeah. You know, I just remember Arkham city blowing my mind, even though it was a small chunk of the city. So I, I guess we haven't gotten a rock steady game since Arkham Knight. Uh, so it, it'll will be interesting to see how much they transform the idea into this. Exactly. Uh, Barda is getting a new graphic novel, uh, YA title. Um, I thought this was pretty cool. You know, that's hell yeah. That's a character I always really like to see, and you know, either reading or see her in animated form. Um, hopefully, one day in cinematic form. You know, the new gods for the love of new the gods. new gods. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been picking up my keys on my uh, CGC uh, new gods keys. And this is actually the next one is the big Barda first appearance. So I love Barda. I love the new gods. I, I, I was really excited to see this because I think that that world is good. For, it's <laughs> yeah, it's dark, but I think it'll also be a cool thing to introduce kids to if you do it the right way and get them into exactly. these characters because exactly our Batman crutch our Superman crutch, like kids know these characters, but who don't they know of, you know, um, especially these strong female characters. So this is very exciting. Um, I, I'll just say it, it's written and drawn by uh, Gozi Yukazu. <laughs> so um, that's great. YA, great, and more. Um, Smart idea. Exactly. I can take this next one because I just threw it on this morning. Sure. So I got really hyped because I saw something neat um so first up we have um a couple number 800s and they do these crazy issues when it's around that yeah. time but we have um the flash 800 which is a celebration of wally west um this is actually going to be with our um one of our favorite artists mike deodato jr which is a highlight mm -hmm. um and written by simon spurrier and my favorite flash wally west who i am guaranteeing guaranteeing will replace Ezra Miller as the Flash in the DCU on the big screen. Um, <laughs> the we other thing that's really exciting... Oh, I'm sorry, what did you say? I said, we shall see. Yeah, we <laughs> shall pray. Um, Tom King, um, we were just talking about Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Tom King and artist Daniel Sapir are going to be the new creative team on Wonder Woman uh, for a brand new run. So this sold... Ooh. Yeah, right? Right? Very cool. So this this next one actually I'm really excited for because Michael Dorn is back in full force as Worf in Star Trek Picard, but he is also going to be writing um, an upcoming Steelworks comic um, featuring Steel, who he voiced in the Superman the Animated Series. Yeah, cool. That's I like when that kind of stuff happens. You know, uh -huh. um, didn't Paul Donnell write like that Riddler comic? Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So I, I think that kind of stuff is cool because those actors, 
you do get into those roles. I mean, obviously Heath Ledger being the worst example of that, but yeah, like they, they probably know these characters more than most people do. Even if you've been reading them. I mean, <clears throat> that's the funny thing. Cause we just talked about Clancy Brown. Cool. Oh, I wow. associate with Lex Luthor all the time. Yeah. You know? So exactly. it's just what a star study, like those shows, Batman, Superman, the justice league shows star studded yep. voice casts. Um, yes. So, Top, amazing stuff top tailing um and then the last one is the new hawk girl series which i love hawk girl um yeah me too but it's by jedzia axelrod and mnk Newellpen. so the dawn of the dcu continues very excited for this new push it's a same stuff as they usually do but it's spread out more and it's a more character driven uh less crossover for now um <laughs> you know event so it, yeah. it's very cool very cool I agree. Uh, all right, let's go over to the galaxy far, far away. This dropped yesterday. Uh, so apparently, Patty Jenkins and Kevin Feige, those movies are both dead. Uh, Taika's movie is also... Or no, he's going to star in his own movie. He wants to star in his own movie. Oh. Yeah, that's why I wrote no thanks. Um, listen, I'm very cynical about Star Wars as of late. Um, you? Because of this kind of stuff. Yeah, me? Exactly. <laughs> this kind of stuff drives me nuts. Yeah. I'm going to put it I'm going to put it very frankly, frankly. Jonathan Frakes said this about <laughs> Star Trek. Star Trek should not make movies anymore. It's doing its thing on the small screen. It's doing things it's it it's just blowing up everything and it's great. I feel like Star Wars should stay the same. If you're going to do a movie, stop talking about doing movies and then canceling them and then starting them up again and then canceling them again. Because it yeah. makes me feel like Disney shouldn't even have this franchise. Right. Um, begin with. If I didn't love the Mando, I didn't, you know, if I didn't love what they were doing for the most part on Disney Plus, I'm just right. really pissed off about this movie shit. You don't sound happy. No. And... No. I'm going to send them this episode so they know. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Return of the Jedi might get a theater re-release, Chris? I doubt it. I mean, if they did, it would be the only Star Wars movie in theaters for the past four years and probably the next four years. So yeah. let's do it. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that's yub, just yub. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yub, yub. So I, um, I'm i down for that. I would, I would go. I'd probably go see it again. Hell yeah. Um, so certain point of view, that book series has been going on for a while. Uh, now they're going to be doing it for Return of the Jedi. Again, it's the 40th anniversary, so it's a big deal. Um, do you, have you read those other ones? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're awesome. They're, I love the, I I love the concept. Um, it was like, kind of like how they, you know, I loved Lost Stars because it told stories behind the stories. This goes even farther by taking characters. Right. Um, This is the kind of stuff that I will read because I'm so backed up on everything else. I just have given up. Um, So I'm excited for this. It is pretty expensive book, actually. It just got announced and put up for pre-order. It's like a $35 book. I was like, whoa. Okay. What kind of trees are you using? Are they straight from Kashuk, you know, or indoor? Like, what's going on? (laughs) Where's this paper coming from? (laughs) And then... uh, (laughs) Announced on Kevin Scott's website, uh, there will be a High Republic Omnibus edition coming out in October. 
This will be 15 issues of the High Republic Phase 1 run, as well as Trail of Shadows and Eye of the Storm. So lots of great stuff packaged all together. You know what? For me, this is probably the way I'm going to do it. Yeah. I, you know what I'm kind of frustrated with is that they, they don't go and do the novels as graphic novels as tell that story because yeah, you're doing this initiative, but some people aren't reading the books and those book, those main adult books are the core of it. So yeah. by now you should have at least told that first book in this form in somehow. Cause you did it for uh Thrawn and everything. Phasma. I mean, you've, you've done, they've done it. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. All right, and then, you know, you were just talking all about Star Trek, left, right, and center. It is Pluto TV continues its initiative of pretty much having everything Star Trek. They just added Voyager. They should, what does this say? All of the Star Trek shows will be there? So something weird happened, and I actually, after I put this down, I looked into it, because they did that more Star Trek channel. Mm -hmm. They had DS9 on there. And then they removed it and replaced it with Voyager. Um, and then they put all the shows on demand, like the first season of each show, except yeah. DS9 isn't on there. So I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's because it's the 25th, 30th, I forgot what it is, anniversary, and there's something else happening with that. Maybe there's a licensing thing. I don't know. But I was kind of hmm. surprised. But you can watch like Next Gen, the original series, Voyager. You know, those first seasons on, on Pluto on demand. So you don't have to watch just the live channel. That's right. For free. For freeze. And then Discovery is ending with this last season, season five. So um, I'm not caught up. We still have to go into season three. Uh, but I'm on I like this show quite a bit. I do, too. Um, I think, again, I'm going to mention Jonathan Frakes, who uh, had it. It was a big return for him. Uh, he had a lot to do with with this show. Um, he's been directing a ton of ton more Star Trek stuff since, you know, even back when he was. But he's he's such a centerpiece to the franchise, and he's he's actually kind of disappointed that this is ending because it has done great things for Star Trek. Um, yep. it's kind of ushered in this new era. Uh, so exactly, I, yeah. I I don't yeah. know where we're at in the show because I like you, I'm not caught up mm-hmm. up. Um, but it, I am sad to see it go. But it's either it means that they're cutting back on content, which I had read, or we're going to see some new stuff coming up after the end of Picard with some fan favorites, which I'm hoping for the latter. Yep, I agree. Um, all right. So this is a good point to take a quick commercial and we'll be right back. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Defat Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with Defat Comics. We're back from those messages and uh we have crowd sorcery we have the frankenstein dracula double bill kickstarter so these are two graphic novel adaptations of the mary shelley's frankenstein and bram stoker's dracula but in the graphic novel the character is played by boris karloff and bella lugosi uh as frankenstein and 
and Dracula respectively are are taking on those titular roles. So kind of a cool concept. It's it's put out by Legendary Comics, who has done the Godzilla ones and you know the other ones that we've talked about that we needed to back and we still didn't, but we should. <laughs> uh, like Trick or Treat, Omnibus, and whatnot. So, uh, you know, this is a cool idea. I think yeah. it's great. Yeah, I mean, this is being put out by what the Karloff Estate as well. Yeah, so it's yeah, coming from that that good place. Um, yeah, yep. Like, are these like requels? You know, <laughs> no, like, they're just the novels. This they're is just, just the, no- the retelling, the double novelization. Bill. Yeah, that's awesome. all it is. That sounds great. I want yeah. to back this. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Hmm. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll leave the link up for that if you guys also want to take it, take a look. Um, after many starts and stops, <laughs> Battle Chasers is back. Um, yeah, the the 10th issue, finally. I mean, like, that's how insane this fan base is. Right. You know what I mean? That Joe Mads takes off, like, you know, years, decades at a time, and people are still really wanting to see it. So Battle Chasers issue 10 will finally release on June 14th. It just makes me want to go play that game, which I've heard is just an insanely like that's what he got into was making love video it. games, and he just quit, quit comics. Yeah, it's a great JRPG. Uh, yeah. I've, I'm just a little bit into it, uh, and I don't think I ever picked up the comics either. So it's a good time to start. It is. It is. Uh, it's a very fun fantasy comic adventure, fantasy action series. Um, I liked it mm-hmm. when it was out. Uh, 20th Century Studios is getting its own Marvel imprint. Um, so I don't know why. I guess fans don't understand things. I guess. Oh, how is an alien or predator like mixed in with my Spider Man? Uh, like, okay. So they have to make an entirely new imprint, which they can. They own the company. Like, it's just dumb. This is so stupid. It's fine. I, 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 I also don't get it because, you know, you have 40 variants featuring your favorite superheroes battling one of these aliens or predators or whatever. Yeah, but I feel like that's what made this yeah. happen. People didn't get it. They thought, well, the, like, they can't have Spider-Man and the Planet of the Apes show up together. <sighs> Next. <All right. laughs> I mean, seriously, that's still stupid. Um <laughs> Uh, I don't get it either, my friend. I all I know is I love my Silver Surfer discovers the Planet of the Apes variant cover. Right? I think it's the greatest things That's ever made. Saying. Ever made. But I think it confused people because they're dummies. People should give up on their fandoms. Finally. <laughs> and comic news. Codex Black. This is book one. Um and it is a teen and young adult. A book by Camilo Mancada Lozano. This is IDW's first, like, full graphic novel series. Um, And this is, like, monsters and gods, and it takes place in the 15th century Mesoamerica. It it looked like I actually did read what they sent over uh, to us. So it it was a cool idea. Yeah, I mean, that's that kind of stuff, I think, is important as we always talk about the young adult uh, age range and and getting more and more i would say of these kind of properties out to them because yeah like stop inundating people with 
you know, our, our run of the mill superheroes and the ones that we we love. But there's so many other great stories to tell in this format. So this looks great. Yeah. So check out Codex Black, uh, Codex Black, A Fire Among Clouds. This is book one. You guys can get it pre-order um, pretty much everywhere. Barnes and Nobles, Amazon. I mean, yeah. That's the other thing. The availability of distributed everywhere. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, I just wanted to mention this before we get into TV news. I, I saw this and I texted Chris. So Disney Plus has a shop tab. Yes. Now connected to the TV shows or movies or whatever that you watch. Listen, this is something that we've been I've definitely been yelling about <laughs> for Netflix doesn't understand how to merchandise things. Obviously, Disney is the number one juggernaut in doing so and putting a little tab on their screen that links you to a a shop dedicated to that show. Genius. Genius idea. Agreed. I saw it. I thought the same thing. I have to send this to Casey and then I forgot to. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we've been talking about this forever. It's just how do you how do you have like these streaming services that are connected to the internet and not capitalize on this kind of stuff. And then you can't see your shows after a season when they're good shows and blah, blah, blah. Shut up, Netflix. Like this is, this is genius. And y'all Casey money. Yeah. And it's genius because also Disney will, you know, for the most part, not cancel a series after one season. So therefore you get invested and want to spend money on the merch. All right, so in TV streaming news, The Night Manager Returns. This is Tom Hiddleston's series from the BBC. Um, It's back for season two, going on Amazon Prime. I I watched it. I watched it. I liked it. I was surprised this is coming back. What is it? It's it's just a thriller. Um, You know, it's 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 good, but it's just really strange that it came out so long ago and it's getting new legs. Um, but whatever. I, I'll take a look. Yep. All right. Uh, Nick Pizzolatto from uh, the True Detective world. He's going to be moving over to a Western set for Amazon. Um, he's trying to get their version of Yellowstone, which obviously Yellowstone has created quite a shared universe over right. there at Paramount that everyone loves, you know, can he take that true detective quote unquote magic <laughs> and move it over there? What do you think? This sounds awesome. Uh, I, it's really funny to see the resurgence of the Western, especially since we're yes. kind of in that same like boat with superhero movies. Uh, um, yes. Like well, now we're it's at the a, quantity over quality. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, we love westerns you and i we've always always have and i i'd love to see this happen because we as much as i love comic book storytelling i really think that we need more stuff for everybody and um we're looking at this resurgence of like with creed 3 sports movies westerns are back um there was something else i saw on tv last night where i was like oh shit this is like this is something i would see oh the the new the michael jordan movie um with Ben Affleck and oh, uh, Matt the Damon, Air Jordan one, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like, give us a reason to return to theaters and to re- you know watch different things on TV, and I'm there for it because it's it is getting to the point where storytelling is kind of lacking in some some regard. In certain, well, you know, 
we read that article that was talking about how superhero films when good directors are put on the films like that they're better because they have a better eye for things and the, the argument was like nolan and even Branagh on the first thor and stuff like that like these heavy hitters and like taking a chance on these younger more inexperienced directors which i don't think was a bad thing no. at all but it's a different type of you know uh I don't know, flavor on these movies. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I, I think you do have to put, like, some, like, Kevin Costner's no joke. Putting him in the front of Yellowstone was a great idea. Obviously, Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren, like, this guy knew what he was doing. So, yeah. let's see what, and, and the true detective guy always gets huge actors playing these huge roles. So, let's see what's going on, you know? I um, agree. Images, The Good Asian, is getting a TV show. This is going to be from James Wan's production company, Atomic Monster. So this is a noir set in Chinatown. Um, and it takes place in 1936. Uh, it focuses on a first generation of Americans who grow up under a ban on Chinese immigration as they deal with murders, abusive police, and a change-averse world. So this sounds great. I mean, it's not like I love noir. It's like I love this detective kind of crap. So I, I'm into that. But this is also the other side of what we were just talking about. There's more th things than just superheroes in the pages Absolutely. of comics and whatnot. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's there. This is this is this sounds great. We're big, big James Wan fans. So I'm 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 ready for something noir as well. Like, give me that time period. That's why I was actually really excited about the Yellows to 1923 because of that time period. Plus yeah, just like you said, but yep. it's just like these time pieces. Um, yeah, I'm ready. It sounds great. Yeah, hundred, hundred percent. And then finally, Melissa Benoist. I never can say her name. Benoist. 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 Yeah, Benoist. she will be taking over the voice for Tila and Motu Revo Revolution. Cool. I mean, Chris Wood is Adam on that. It's her husband. Yeah. Very yeah. Good. So. Actually, I literally didn't think about that until you just said that. That's funny. Yeah. Yep. So good. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> I was fine with Sarah Michelle Geller. I'll be fine with this. I just yeah. I'm ready. I was kind of sad that I read it's a five part series. I was like, oh, it's only five five issues or episodes. That's all we're gonna get. It better be freaking epic. No. <laughs> Um, all right, so going over to movie news, uh, we got the P Peter Pan and Wendy trailer. I actually didn't get a chance to watch it. Ooh. Did you watch? It? Yeah, okay. I was just kind of taken back by it. Um, it's epic. It, I love the Peter Pan's mythos. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm really excited that this is this is on Disney Plus. Uh, another, yeah, you know, kind of like, hey, let's put a movie like they did with Lady and Tramp on there. Um, mm -hmm. And take a chance where you're not going to have to put as much money into it for theater release. This looks like a theater movie. It's just, it's beautiful. It's fantastical. Um, go watch the trailer because it really got me excited for it. Yeah, this guy, yeah, this is the guy who did the Green Knight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he also did Pete's Dragon, The Old Man and the Gun, A Ghost Story. I like every one of his movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm in. I don't even have to see a trailer. I'm good. But you should. But I should. <laughs> uh, Dead by Daylight is getting turned into a movie, so this will be a video game adaptation, whatever. But 
It's coming from Blumhouse and yeah. James Wan's Atomic Monster. So I'm in. <laughs> I think what I always liked about the, like, I never played the series, but what I liked about the series was their ability to use the different slashers and monsters as DLC. Which I'm would, curious about right? for this. Right? Yeah, mm. that was my first thought was like, can you, and it's Blumhouse who can owns Michael Myers. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think he might have, I mean, I, he has all the Paramount stuff. So he's got, um, or Universal. So he's got, I think, the Wolfman and all that shit too. One this could be an insane franchise if the, if done how, you know, in a cool way. Right. They let me write it. You do, uh, the, basic, <laughs> you do the basic story with the first, the, the main killer yeah. or whatever from the original game and then you can go crazy and then after just that. introduce somebody at the end like you hear like the like oh man anyway oh god uh okay so this is yeah we've got some news on the hellboy we get, we have our hellboy uh that was fast jack kesey uh, will be in the Hellboy reboot. Um, he was played. He played Black Tom in Deadpool Two. Ah, uh, yes, that's who that is. Okay, that's pretty much what anyone would probably know him from. Yeah, there's a couple of the castings, so they're 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 fast tracking this. Uh, it's it's coming quick. So, which is great. At least they're not going to drag their heels. Let's get this out. Let's let it fail again. No, I'm just joking. Um, I you know what. This is kind of like the idea I had is they've told so many different Hellboy stories over the years that have not connected and they're just kind of loosely connected and just keep doing it this way. Like you don't have to have this like a bond franchise, right? <laughs> you don't have to have like this big connected universe. Just tell these different Hellboy stories. I've liked them all so far. So let's go a little bit more in the horror-esque side of things with this one. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Me too. Uh, Disney dropped another trailer, Haunted Mansion. Uh, this is with Owen Wilson and stuff. I also did not watch this. This looked <laughs> good too. I, okay. I usually don't really care I, about I'm these kind so of movies. Behind, yeah. I, okay. But then I watch like Jungle Cruise and I love it. And I it's like you know, it's just like it's Disney, so whatever. It's this. I'll watch fun. it. Yeah. It's fun. It looks fun. Um. Finally, after years of silence. We did get a, a update. Detective Pikachu 2 is a go. This was a no-brainer. I mean, why did this yeah. not happen sooner? I don't know. I really do not know. It, it shocked me that they didn't immediately go, here's the next one. It made a ton of money. It was one of the best video game adaptations we've ever seen. Like, I don't know. I, I loved it. So. Yes. Um, this is something... Sisu? 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 I don't know. It Yeah, it's like this dude in World War II just like goes around like killing Nazis who steal his gold. So it's like old man John, John Wick, Wick in WW2. Like, I'm down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they kill his dog in the trailer too. They don't show it. There's a dog and then it's not in the trailer anymore after a certain point. So... This is John, yeah. Wick. John Wick takes on Nazis. I'm, I'm yeah. in. This yeah. trailer is nuts. <laughs> this trailer is absolutely out of control. So uh, that's coming. Uh, also, like incredibly soon, this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is coming out. Uh, Mutant Mayhem. We do have the first trailer for it. 
I'll be quite honest with you. I've watched this trailer multiple times. Like, I really just love it. It's beginning of March. It hits in August. This seems like what we always talk about. This is perfect timing of when you should be dropping things to hype a movie. Yeah. Like, it's the right formula. Let's get... Mayhem is here. Uh, People are going to get excited about Ninja Turtles again. This, This... Voice casting, like we just said, is amazing. The graphics look like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Um, I mean, just yeah. John Mixed Cena, Jackie like... Chan, Ice Cube, oh, Seth yeah, Rogen's so in there as well, you know, as yeah. also running a Paul Rudd. Like, blows my mind. And teenagers yeah. as the ninja. Yes. Yes. Teenagers playing the characters I thought was was really, really smart. So, um, great trailer. And finally, this is a rumor, but... Possibly Beetlejuice 2, Jenny Ortega could be playing Lydia's daughter. I mean, I say rumor because I've been hearing about Beetlejuice 2 for like, I don't know, 30 years, man. Like, I, I don't know. I, except, I didn't see it. What? Except I can see it happening with Jenna Ortega and um, Tim Burton doing their thing on Wednesday. And Michael Keaton's do- been ready. So this is the time, right? Yeah. I mean, they want to get nuts. Let's get nuts. <laughs> Same franchise. Well played. Well played. <laughs> All right. We're going to go over to, to gaming. First things first, we got our trailer for the Lamplighters League. It looks like XCOM meets the mummy. It's a great trailer. Looks I like a lot of you immediately. <laughs> yeah. It's just, um, you know, it's got that Indiana Jones vibe. You're, you know, you're in that time period. You're exploring. Uh, it looks interesting. Yeah. Uh, I I won't be playing it because it's going to be for Xbox and Steam, but I'm sure you will let me know how that is. Yes. Excellent. Uh, Call of Duty is adding Shredder <laughs> as a playable M- character. Mute Mayhem is here. <laughs> I know. I don't. I, I didn't know when Call of Duty, like, fell into the same realm as like nether realm (laughs) basically right i mean how do you play a shredder like what do you there's no guns right like what's the situation here i've never been that interested in call of duty but now i kind of am i was actually interested when they did a godzilla and and king kong thing for their battle royale game um that's true which i'm usually not into but this is actually for modern warfare, right? Which is not, or is it modern warfare the one? Is that Call of Duty? Um, um yeah, Modern Warfare Two. Okay, so yep. oh yeah, so it's second season. So this is this is their battle royale game, right? Yeah, yeah. But neat. I mean, neat. I mean, we've had Saw's Billy the Puppet, Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Leatherface, um, and more in these games too. So yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. So we saw a trailer for Gangs of Sherwood. Did you watch this trailer? I, I did. This is an okay. MMO or. Right. No, it's just like a. I think it's just like a four person <clears throat> shooter type of thing. Ooh, co op action adventure. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of got a gauntlet type vibe or a Diablo type vibe, I guess, in some ways where, yeah, you're teaming up and you're. You're just going around and fighting baddies, but you're what? the the merry men. You're you know <laughs> Robin Hood's merry men. <laughs> I did not see this. Okay, yeah, I was I, gonna I, say I think you would 
you would have had a different reaction. <laughs> what is this magic? Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Steampunk, too? Like, come on. It's wild. Jeez. So I saw that trailer, and I was shocked. And then, so the other thing, you saw the trailer for RoboCop. It It's okay. It's okay. Like, when you have cyberpunk, it's like, you know 2077 like i'm sorry but like what 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 can you do <laughs> you know it's funny it was like i as i play mass effect and all those like cyberpunk type details are in those games and it's very mm-hmm. much like so i'm like this is this is like the original cyberpunk it's like i could have got my fix on this um you're right i is this more nostalgia is this going to be a good yeah. game where I spent 60 know. bucks on it at first? I'm like, what the yeah, hell did I, I do know. with myself? I don't know. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't know if it's worth the, the dough on it, but whatever. Um, And then finally, Nintendo Direct. It was just m- about Mario. Today we're recording on Mario Day, which is March 10th every year. Um, So they debuted the final trailer, um, which... I mean, I had to stop it. I was like, gonna cry. I think it. I just think this looks like the most amazing thing. <laughs> oh, the movie? Yes. Yeah, because they're not put. They haven't put out a new Mario game in years. So no. I mean, no. what are they really doing besides? Where's our Mario the movie game? <laughs> you know, it's funny because they made those ga- those toys, right? The Mario the movie toys, and I was like, what are they gonna do? And then I see they changed the scale. They're bigger, but it's still Jacks, but Jack specific, yeah, but. Yeah. They're just bigger than the other ones, and they look, you know, more like their movie versions, which do look like CGI versions of the video games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those last Nintendo figure, I, I actually just displayed my Metroid ones. I'm like, they're very limited articulation. And, no, you had to get the very basic. You know, that was exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so the yeah, versions are great. So cool. speaking of Bandai and toys, Chris, what time is it? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, toy hunters and action figure enthusiasts, this is the pursuit of plastic. Let's jump right into it because Hasbro had a big show uh, and 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 put up some figures for pre-order yesterday, uh, including that new Spider-Man line. But let's start at the top with these. Marvel Legends uh, 60th anniversary Avengers figures. Uh, it's big, big keystone, uh, big monumental year for Avengers. And we'll be getting some cool stuff like Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk type thing, two pack, yeah. um, classic, you know, Mark One Iron Man suit, yep. and Hawkeye in his cool, awesome original suit and his little flying vehicle <laughs> and whatnot. So, um, and more. So I'm I'm sure that we're going to see a lot more from this line. Uh, these look great. I'm really excited for them. Yeah, I um, you know, I always want that classic Mark One. You know, I don't know why. I used to have, sorry, I did have the 3.75 like Toy Biz one um, at one point, and then I don't know what happened to it. But that was the only one that I had of that of that thing and i always think like should i get a hot toy of this <laughs> right. i really I, I love i love it i love it yeah I, like my marvel legends collecting right now is kind of transformed into these kind of things where it's special figures things um, that you feel good about right like they released marvel legends series one is updated 
figures. Those are all great. Yeah. Awesome ones. Yeah. So I grabbed all those. I'll grab like movie version of the things that I really like. Like Kang looks amazing, but it's the movie version. Things like exactly. that. Um, and these will definitely make their way into my room. Um, also teased was uh, Lady Daredevil from the current run of Daredevil, Queen Daredevil. Um, and she was put up for pre-order with the rest of that Spider-Man wave, which is a lot of like the new Miles Morales look, Tarantula, and some other spider per- persons and whatnot. Um, <laughs> I am just wondering when King Daredevil and his crazy beard and the Hand Punisher figures come out, because I will also be buying those. Yeah, I was. It will come. <laughs> yeah, you can find her on every every pre-order site so not an exclusive check it out great looking figure um for some reason they're remaking a bucky cap figure after so long but i don't yeah care reminds me of the alex ross cover um which reminds me i have to get my cgc stuff ready for alex ross um yeah i i love that run it's one of the things that got me into comic books again in the in the mid 2000s right around that time um and bucky cap was one of my favorite characters so i'll probably snag this an updated yeah. version of him uh, slightly i like the i feel like the other one was more metallic in the in the top part and this one's mm-hmm. a little bit more muted I so listen you know if you guys have heard this show any one time the toy biz versions are pretty much always going to be the superior versions to these figures but that's all that's all <laughs> Uh, you mentioned this. I forgot to put in the show that they're doing a new Black Widow figure. Uh, it actually is a new female Buck. It, yes, it looks crazy. I, yes, the way it, does. it poses. Um, yes, about yeah, goddamn just, time. Right? There's this. There's this issue with female figures out there where everybody claims they don't sell. Yeah. Um, they don't really do too much with them enough where it like re- revolutionizes the the looks and and everything. This is it. This is where they need to go. Um, charge me a little bit more. I don't care, but it needs to be a female figure. Uh, and yep. it needs to be able to pose like Black Widow and XYZ. So kudos to Hasbro. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. It looks great. Uh, one figure that won't be posed like Black Widow is Aunt May, unfortunately. But fortunately <laughs> for vintage Spider Man classic cartoon collectors like yourself, the Doc Ock. Uh, which is one of my favorite looks for Doc Ock from that show. Um, and Aunt May 2-pack is going up for, uh, is already up for pre-order. And I, I've heard somebody bought that already. So. You are, you heard correct. <laughs> As I continue to make my way slowly through the Spider-Man animated series line in an effort to own every single one from that line. Did you pre-order the Carnage and Black Suit Spider-Man one on Hasbro Pulse? You know, I'm... I'm actually on there right now, and I can't find it <laughs> for some reason. I don't know if it's sold. I should have asked you. It's not. It's it's not. Mine. It's not. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna order it because I also love these VHS covers. Right. Like, are you kidding me? They're so cool. So, uh, yeah. No, this will. This is this is getting made. This is getting bought and found it. Yep. Yeah, that Carnage figure is also a remake of that awesome classic toy biz one that i love so much i still still own me too um next up mcfarland toys uh (laughs) the onslaught continues we could have our own show on that um 
So let's talk movie maniacs, a series <laughs> that you know, yeah. kind of <laughs> birthed birthed our real <laughs> collecting of action figures back in the day, like kind of transformed our the way we looked at action figures versus collectibles. Um, well, that's it. It changed from toys to collectibles when that right. was when that when McFarland Toys started doing outside of the spawn. Once they started doing the the movie maniacs, and you saw that toys could also not be toys, like they're sculptures. Like in many ways. And once that happened, yeah, saved them all. Some I opened. I usually bought one or two, you know. So, yeah, changed the game. I know I most of mine are out in the garage in, in, in one of my tubs because, and I need to get them because, like, I have that Chucky with real hair, you know. Yeah. Things like, like, it was a great series. Well, it's Four Horsemen direct, or, uh, directed. Also, we're the sculptors. Like, that's where we fell in love with them. You know, it, it changed a lot of the game. It's where people got their starts and so on. Now, <laughs> why call a series movie maniacs when truly it's one hundred? Right? I mean, what what is the idea? I get it, and I like the I, I like the figures or the statues that they put out. Um, why call them movie maniacs? Is it just to throw it back to that name? You could have done something different and not kind of cause this ruckus, weird, right? <laughs> I mean, really, it's just some of us making a ruckus only because of yeah, nitpicking. But it's it's nitpicking for sure. But it's also stupid. Like, come on, guys! Like, it's your WB 100th anniversary line. You don't throw in Bugs Bunny and Ted Lasso and the Wicked Witch. Like, not unless you would have done a cool version of the Wicked Witch in a real movie maniac version. So no, it's it's garbage. Yeah, I mean, the, the witch is really the only one that would make sense in this lineup. Yeah. And also, it's like, why did you do a Bugs Bunny Superman figure? Yes. Um, very weird choices. Ted Lasso yeah. in your first series. Like, you uh, you love Ted Lasso. I haven't Ted watched Lasso, it yet. Ted Lasso, but I love like, it. why? He's an Apple TV show. The only reason, I, like, it's a Warner Brothers produced show. It's on Apple TV. Like, this doesn't fucking make sense. Like, this is our opportunity to make a Ted Lasso. Suck. That's what I mean. Like, li- I like Ted Lasso. Listen, I'm probably going to buy that thing. It's just dumb. Let's get into the positive meat from the yes, uh, in the last if it's showcase. It's guys. fine. It's just a weird, it's weird stuff. It's weird Things stuff. Things got dark. It did. <laughs> but not dark enough for movie maniacs where it should be. Um, so, with the winter showcase also brought us a a slew of new DC universe, multiverse, whatever uh, figures, including my question of what bat was I going to use with my Nightfall, Catwoman, and Bane figures? Was I going to open my year two figure? No, I'm not, because now we have Batman Nightfall coming. Looks great. I'm glad I waited to buy a Batman figure from the main line, um, because this one is my Batman from growing up in the 90s. You know, I haven't bought any Batman figures from McFarlane. Outside of, like, Dark Knight, you know, um, of Steel and and odd, odd ones. Yeah, and like sorry, yeah, the collector I mean, ones I bought. Like, yes, I do have. Yeah, <laughs> but I haven't bought like the Hush Batman or no. uh, any of the ones the normal Batman, um, Gotham Knights or any. I don't nope. mean, but nonetheless, this is. I'm glad I waited because um, I'm I'm ready for them to get into like the pure '90s run. It looks like they mm-hmm. are because we're also getting. Um, a repaint of the Tim Drake figure, but in his 90s Robin Reborn run, yep. um, which is yep. great. I was kind of questioning, uh, I did buy the other one, which was an exclusive, 
um, on Amazon with his updated colors and, and the new runs. But this this is this is my Robin from the 90s. I love that look. So I'm ready for that. Me too. And then also Steel uh, from Rain <laughs> the Superman got announced, which is weird to me because you've been putting out the other Superman yep. from the New 52 or Rebirth looks. Um, what do you do here? Are you gonna Are you gonna go and do a Superboy 90s look, which you kind of already have? Yeah. You do Eradicator. Are you gonna give me that black suit Superman with the long hair? Of course. They have the They have the molds for that, right? And they have the yeah stuff. So. I was hoping for a build a wave figure with Doomsday because where's our Doomsday mega figure? It's all coming, but it was just kind of like some strange choices to me. Yeah, I agree. I'm still gonna get a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, may, it like pushes me to go find that Eradicator because I'm gonna have to go to Walmart anyways for those Beast Boy. Figures. I know. So I have no. not found yet. The hunt is on. The hunt is on. Um, he's also been doing some hush stuff, like I mentioned. Um. He did a Hush Superman where, you know, under the control of Poison Ivy as one of the figures that was pretty popular. But spoiler alert. Him, right. <laughs> Read your comics, people. Um, <laughs> now he's just doing the regular version, which I have not bought a Superman figure either from McFarlane. That was not an odd an oddity from one of the old, uh, Elseworlds tales or whatever. So, yep, this might be it because um, that that Jim Lee Superman is pretty tight. Yes, he is. Hell yeah, yes. <laughs> um, we're patiently waiting for the the Flash figures to drop. I saw a really nasty preview of like a concept figure for Kara, uh, which everybody's like, "What is this? Going to be a real figure?" I no, it's like a factory model or whatever it is. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I'm excited because we never got Michael Shannon Zod figure. Uh, which I think would make an excellent action figure, maybe even the build a figure from the series. Uh, we'll get the 89 Keaton Batman figure in this, uh, Kara. And, uh, you know, who is the main villain in this movie? Dark Flash, right? Apparently. We don't know what that looks like quite yet. So there's a lot of mystery still to come from this movie, but I'm sure these are going to drop soon. Yeah, I. You know, I, it's really just going to be about getting that 89 Batman <laughs> and, you know, actually holding it <laughs> as opposed to Mesco's, which will finally be out by the same time because they saw that McFarland's doing it before them. And they were like, oh, I guess we can open these out of the factory now. Right. Oh, now we have a, a selling reason. Besides, the point exactly. That everybody loves Batman 89 and you could exactly. have sold that at any time. So stupid. Whatever. I, I still bought it. <laughs> yeah. I I went to the dark side. I was like, it's going next to my Reef Superman, and then I'm done. Done. Beautiful. That's <laughs> <laughs> what all addicts say. Um, exactly. <laughs> but speaking of this, this uh, the Flash, um, we did get two statues, which are already up for pre-order, which includes the Keaton Batman, which is cool. Yeah. Um, the Flash one is cool, but I'm not buying Ezra Miller anything. I don't. This is the, the, there's reasons why I'll go see this movie, and Ezra Miller is not one of them. Um, I I don't know. I'm just I don't want to get too much into it, but it sucks that all this stuff is kind of sitting on top of this movie. But 
Um, those statues look great, but we also got a tease for an 89 Batmobile, uh, which he's been doing vehicles in all of his lines, including the 66 and the regular runs. Um, (laughs) I'm buying this. I don't give a shit. Um, it looks like it's going to be around like a $60 price point. Yeah, I I could, I could see it being a bit more. Um, I, I could see it being around 90 or something, but I think it's also like you know put up against the hot toys that said last week or a couple weeks ago was like what is there 600 yeah which i also thought was actually cheap for them yes when the delorean was like a thousand or something so at the same time like yeah (laughs) i'd get this batmobile in a heartbeat (laughs) under 100 bucks i'm sold yeah easier to display (laughs) exactly uh and then last up in McFarlane news, this was neat. The Riddler puzzle box. Um, kind of throwing it back to like a Rubik's Cube toy days. I just thought this was a cool concept, getting away from the regular action figure thing. Um, a different kind of collectible. So I will leave the preview for this up because it's hard yeah. to explain what it is. It's it's really kind of just a mystery in its own. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's next? Uh, Super 7 Ninja Turtles Wave 10. Um, again, this this line that has been based on the, you know, the classic vintage Ninja Turtle toys has continued to evolve. Um, I, you know, it was funny because when we went to L.A. Comic Con, I had never seen a lot of these in person. And when I saw them, some of them are so crazy and, and gigantic like the bebop i saw is such a big figure um the scalies is great the classic look of them is great i i have bought a couple um i the casey jones is is a great figure april o'neill is not so much it's just like they they either go all in and they make a great figure or they go too much into like leaning into the the classic look which sometimes it hurts the series sometimes it doesn't this wave 10 however is really neat. It features the Rat King, which is one of my favorite characters, in kind of a different look. Um, the Mirage Studios, Casey Jones, Rocker Leo, which was, you know, a, a, <laughs> they did all those crazy figures back in the day. And then uh, April, the Ninja Newscaster, uh, which is a little bit of a different rendition on the classic figure, but um, still a neat thing to see. What do you What do you think about these? I mean, you know, it's always like, what distinguishes these from the NECAs who's been doing it for longer? Um, and this, this wave to me is really impressive. I think the figures just look fantastic. I want that Casey Jones, you know what I mean? Real bad. So like you said, when you, when you see a super seven person that usually dispels all doubts of whether you should buy it or not, because they are beautifully sculpted. And that's, that is one of the big reasons that distinguishes them from anyone else. It's for horsemen, I believe, on most of them. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. It's like you want four horsemen yeah, sculpting your toys, in the world. Or, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The kind like we talked, we discussed a little bit, you know, between you and I, with the difference in the two. It's like the price point of like almost twenty dollars difference is huge between it's that huge. and NECA. I liked that what NECA had done, where they kind of spun off into their own animated figures and really tried to push the point of the true look to the show uh the classic cartoon so 
these on the other hand like i said and what they usually do with like their gi joe and all those things it tries to do their best to imitate the the vintage figures which i appreciate as well yeah 100%. And wave 10, that's a lot, man. That's that's there's demand there for these things. So um Disney 100 we mentioned earlier. Here we are. It's we've been wondering what these minifigure sets were going to be, the black yeah. bags. It's a trove of of goodies, including two I'm going to have to hunt down like Robin Hood and Prince John. Um but so many so many characters from across the 100 year span of um of the company. Yeah, it's this is bonkers. <laughs> I mean, the sets are just crazy. The figures are awesome. Like, it's it's cool, you know. Like, the the more I watch Disney with my daughter, like the more I realize how much I do love a lot of their properties. <laughs> and it is it's vast. Absolutely. Uh, also included is the up house which is a neat lego set i think it's a great idea it is a great lego set i want it 60 bucks not a bad price point yeah uh you threw this up here i did not see this until you did and it's awesome um because we need more stuff like this but uh right now at over ten thousand votes is dracula's castle uh which would be an amazing um spin uh, if they did a monsters line I, I i don't know if they ever did I they feel like, did so right yeah they did do a monsters line and there was a dracula's castle like there there was a line of these monsters but they were a little bit more kitty yeah like this is like a real like creepy ass castle <laughs> like that one was a little bit more like the lego batman version of it or something so um that's that's the only thing is like if you're looking for more horror things, this would fit the bill. And it's like Lego doesn't typically do too much in this realm. You know what I mean? So that's, I just thought it was cool. Would it happen? Probably not. Hopefully. Hopefully, but yeah. Uh, as you mentioned, it's Mario day, uh, March 10th. And you just put this on the show. Another set has been added to their, expanding mario uh line and this is dry bowser's castle uh which you know it's it's cool um and i it's so tough because i love these i love all of this um and i would love to get into it because it's so so much playability um things like that so neat ideas uh dry dry bowser i guess is the bones bowser right yeah so it is and the thing that's wild about all this shit is that um like it all connects like it's it's just like a giant world map is it is essentially what you're making with all these different mario sets is a giant world map so i thought that was really cool and then the other thing is is that they didn't show any sets but they teased the look at the donkey kong figure that they created uh, we haven't seen a Donkey Kong Lego figure, so this is the first time. So this is like on the scale of like what they did with that Bowser figure, in yeah. a way, or is it part of this? Is that Bowser figure part of this series? So, you know? n- so no. So okay, when they made like the Nintendo, and then they made like the giant um, coin box, yeah, and then from there it made a world map. 
I would say like those are like the adult collector ones. So then there's that Bowser that is like it's like a three hundred dollar like adult collector one. And then all of these are more for the mid range, you know, kids and teenager line. So the other ones were the adult line. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's a great concept. Um yeah. to build your old Mario Worlds and be yeah. able to play within it. Uh, all over it. Yeah. Great idea. Um next up you did mention how you are surprised this hasn't happened yet. It, it is weird because these um, amazing Yamaguchi Rebel Tech figures have been been put out here and there throughout the last few years. Um, a lot of DC ones. I think they've been doing Marvel ones too, right? Um, yeah. So we got we to gotta look at the Flash and Reverse Flash, which are both easy to do because they're the same figure, just repainted differently. Um, but they look great. Uh, they're actually really cool looking. Uh, but... Yeah, I, it's funny because I don't think they've dropped a preview for these in a while. It's been like a little pause on, 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 on releasing these. Yes. So I knew this looked familiar. Do you remember the Play Arts Kai variant? Mm-hmm. That's what this looks like. That's why I was uh, like, yeah. oh, I'm surprised that we haven't seen it. So they're very similar. Other than like those ones are like more metallic and, you know, robot-y. But like the same electricity like flying off their bodies and stuff which is awesome like it's these are awesome figures honestly <laughs> yeah i agree it was just like i wanted to get one at some point and just see what it was like i think i think it was like deathstroke one i was like man i, I have that spider man oh do you yep is it awesome it is okay. it's like overwhelming yeah <laughs> like how much articulation there is. <laughs> i mean i don't you know it's not a bad thing but yeah <laughs> No, I mean exactly. It just depends on like what you what you're collecting, right? It's yes, it's... for sure. Like the gambit, I still want it. The gambit is effing yeah. insane. Yeah, you know. So it's actually all those X Men. Now we're talking about it, but all right, <laughs> go on. <laughs> uh, last up, the next uh, um, series of the Cosmic Legions from Four Horsemen Studios is being teased currently with a pre order in incoming. Uh, this. This one, this wave is called Outpost Zaxius. Um, and I can't get to come up on the social medias. I'm trying to try to talk about these figures, but um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Just, I can't even I can't even like ponder these because I'm already into myth- mythic legions. I don't know what to do because <laughs> I saw the the you know the female figure. Um I can't remember what her name is. Kaylee, maybe. Mm. Like, this is the one we're talking about, right? She looks like there's two so far. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, it's the same figure. Kaylee and oh, sorry. There's the pilot. Sorry. There's the pilot. Okay. So the pilot, I was like, okay, that's cool. I like that. Then I saw her dressed as like I said, like an intergalactic bounty hunter. And then you take off her helmet. I. I'm probably going to get it. This is one of the most beautiful looking things I've ever seen. It's cyberpunk. It's like synth wave. It's future. It's it's crazy. Oh, absolutely. Insane. And now I, I'm going to want the whole F in line. That's the problem. That's, that's how it starts. Oh, my gosh. These 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 are great. They're just great. Yeah. So look forward to that. That pre-order should be heading soon. our way soon. Yeah. Um, it's just crazy. <laughs> I. It is because I, sometimes I'm just like, if I had unlimited funds, it would be 
I'd be all in on all of these because it's just the all of them. So, anyways, that's the end of the show. Um, there there is a couple things we want to talk about before we plug yes um, ourselves. Um, first up, we have uh, the return of Listen Up Casuals. It's been a while. Yeah, we've been talking about it since the end of last year. Things come up, um, of course, but the show is not dead. We're back. We're going to be doing a new format, uh, so get ready for that. And you know, we just we just mentioned John Bernthal is back as the Punisher. Well, guess what? The first episode is going to be about the Punisher, planned even before that, because like I there said, he's go. one of my favorite characters and needs to be talked about. So exactly, uh, that it's going to be recorded soon. So look for a drop coming within the next few weeks, maybe April. Cool. And also. And- we're going on spring break. Um, it's that time of year uh, where uh, we just we got to take a little hiatus with traveling plans and more. Uh, yeah. But don't worry, Talites, we will be back with more of the geekly news for your ear holes. Yeah, I would imagine around the time Listen Up Casuals comes back, we'll be back. Yeah, early April. Yep. So, on uh, yeah. This is Casey saying, go read your comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a topic.